This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, August 6th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Call for action on lawsuits as new award shakes industry. USDA pushed to implement GMO rule and farmers advised to cut costs. Hog producers hammered again with verdict. The verdicts are piling up against hog producers in North Carolina who are being sued by neighbors over odors. In the latest case, a federal jury awarded $473.5 million in damages on Friday to six North Carolina residents who sued Smithfield Foods subsidiary Murphy Brown. In a bitter irony for the state's hog industry, the verdict came the same day that House Agriculture Chairman Mike Cottaway joined agribusiness leaders and state agriculture commissioners at a public meeting in North Carolina on the issue of nuisance lawsuits. Lawsuits said to illustrate urban-rural disconnect. Chairman Cottaway said the lawsuits underscore the growing disconnect between consumers and farmers and urban and rural America. If nuisance lawsuits against farms continue to be successful, he said, it's going to be really difficult for America to feed itself with American-grown products and American-grown food. Senator Tom Tillis, a North Carolina Republican who sits on both the Senate Agriculture and Judiciary Committees, used the meeting to call for Senate hearings on the issue, as well as a united message from U.S. farm groups. At a public meeting in North Carolina on Friday, Tillis said, We need to come up with model legislation. We need to figure out what the federal government should do. And he went on, We need to send a very clear message to the trial lawyers. We're bigger than you when we coordinate. We need to make sure that we come up with a very specific agenda legislatively in terms of public awareness. The president of the American Farm Bureau Federation, Zippy Duvall, who also suggested that some curbs need to be placed on lawsuits. Bill Northey, USDA Undersecretary for Farm Programs, also attended the meeting. Keep in mind, North Carolina has a new law that requires nuisance lawsuits to be filed within one year after a farm is in operation. All states have right-to-farm laws to provide some protection from such lawsuits, but the details vary widely, that according to the National Agriculture Law Center. USDA pressed on GMO disclosure implementation. The Center for Food Safety and the Center for Environmental Health have sued USDA for not meeting its deadline to issue final regulations required by the 2016 Genetically Engineered Food Labeling Law. The law required that USDA issue a final rule by July 29th, but that date passed without a final rule. The comment period on the proposed rule ended July 3rd. More than 14,000 comments had been submitted. In a lawsuit filed in federal court in California, CFS and CEH asked the court to order USDA to finalize and issue the regulations implementing the status as soon as reasonably practicable, that according to a court-ordered timeline. Also keep in mind, a lawsuit by the two groups forced FDA to adhere to an agreed-upon set of deadlines for implementing the Food Safety Modernization Act. Economists start talking to landlords. Farmers are often reluctant to bargain with their landlords to lower rent, but a pair of economists think producers ought to consider doing that this year. 
Gary Schnitke of the University of Illinois and Carl Zuloff of the Ohio State University say in a blog post that President Trump's trade war is creating so much long-term uncertainty about commodity prices that growers need to consider lowering their costs. The economists write, In our opinion, current trade disruptions diminish the possibility of having higher returns in the future. Previous trade disputes, such as the Russian grain embargo, had long-run negative impacts on prices. This is likely to be the case with the current trade disruptions. Schnitke and Zuloff also warned corn and soybean growers against expecting payments on their 2019 crops, even if there is a new farm bill. By the numbers... U.S. ag exports are still coming in higher than last year, but the trade balance is shrinking. According to USDA's latest monthly update, U.S. farm exports totaled $11.8 billion in June. That's compared to $10.4 billion for the same month in 2017. But the U.S. ag trade balance slipped to $5.1 billion for the first six months of this year, down from $6.4 billion for the first half of 2017. Imports are up even more than exports so far this year. Trade aid plan seeing paying out up to $4.3 billion to soybean farmers. Patrick Westhoff, the director of the Food and Agriculture Policy Research Institute at the University of Missouri-Columbia, is estimating that soybean farmers will get $4.3 billion in payments under the USDA's $12 billion plan to mitigate damage from Chinese tariffs. That would be the result of USDA paying out $1 a bushel on the estimated production this year of 4.31 billion bushels. On the low end of that rate is just 25 cents a bushel. The total payout for soybean farmers then would be $1.08 billion, Westhoff says. He said it seems reasonable to assume that soybeans will account for a significant share of the 7 to $8 billion in direct payments that USDA is expected to make under the plan, according to Westoff in a seminar. Although USDA has not released many details about the trade mitigation program, the public may be getting more information soon. High-level USDA officials were spotted on Capitol Hill Thursday, and sources said they were there to brief lawmakers on the program. U.S. ethanol exports soar. Exports of U.S. ethanol shot up by 33% during the first half of 2017 to nearly 928 million gallons. That means the industry is on pace to easily break last year's record of 1.38 billion gallons. Brazil accounted for 37% of U.S. imports this year, with Canada a distant second. The increase in exports is expected to offset the decline in domestic demand as a result of the waivers that EPA has provided to refiners on domestic usage mandates. Continuing to grow export demand has never been more important, said Jeff Cooper, Executive Vice President of the Renewable Fuels Association. Here's today's She Said It. We don't know from one day to the next what tweet is going to be coming out of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. We don't know what unilateral decision he's going to make. That representative Sherry Bustos of Illinois in this week's AgriPulse open mic interview about the uncertainty created by President Trump's statements and trade policy. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, August 6th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller and by Dairy Management Incorporated. 
for the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.